Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie you're listening to The Michael Reed Show. This is Ken Murray sitting in for Michael Reed this week. Michael will be back in the hot seat next week. Now, a story has come to our attention, which we dealt with before, and uh, it's causing some concern. And it relates to Ulton Meehan from Navan, who died in June at the age of 79. He'd been in a County Meath nursing home and suffering from dementia and cancer. He was admitted to hospital in Dublin with a facial wound. His stepson, Adrian, who was also a resident in the same nursing home, he died from COVID-19 in March and had Down syndrome and dementia. Ulton Meehan's widow, Mary Bartley Meehan, recently saw a video of the condition that her husband was in when he was admitted to hospital, and she joins me on the line from her home in Ardbracken in Navan. So, Mary, talk us through exactly what you saw in that video. The video was horrific and I'll never forget it as long as I live. It was an open wound with a cluster of maggots all over the the wound and uh, crawling down his poor face. I don't know how he must have been in desperate pain. I hadn't seen him for two weeks previous from the 14th of May was the last day I saw him in the nursing home and he was brought out to the garden to a table and I sat at social distance from him but I noticed that his nails were all black long and congealed blood under them so I had to cut them because he was scratching this terrible wound that was oozing blood and horrible stuff and the smell was absolutely atrocious. I'll never forget that till the day I die. So I had to take off the rubber gloves that I had the uniform on and the mask, and I went over and cut his nails. So I sanitized his hands and mine before i done it, but I was reprimanded for doing that because I shouldn't have gone over near him, but I had to because... The nails were so awful, they hadn't been cut since I cut them probably seven weeks before because I hadn't visited them since the lockdown, you know. Without naming names, you say you were reprimanded. Uh, Did you not bring it to the attention of those who were looking after Ulton that something was wrong here? Yes. The previous week, 
the 7th of May was the first visit I had with Alton. And he came out again onto the grounds and was sitting at the same table and I too. And I noticed that his nails were long and I asked, could they be cut? So he said, they try and cut them. So the next week, the 14th, I went up and they weren't cut. So I felt I had to cut them because it was a terrible sight to see Alton scratching this wound that must have been desperate. And he with the dementia, he didn't really know what was going on. And what were your thoughts when you saw what you saw? Well, uh, I was absolutely horrified and I couldn't sleep at night thinking of him like I had to leave him and that day the 14th he came out and he had my son's late son's jumper on him and he had his pair of size 9 shoes not his own because he takes a size 8 and he had them on the wrong feet so I had to change them and no doubt you brought this to the attention of the management in the nursing home. What response did you get? The next morning, the 15th of May, I couldn't sleep that night. I was so worried about him. So I phoned the nursing home the next day and read about the appalling face that I saw on Alton and how terrible it was. And they said that... Uh, that was the way that cancer presents. And how did you feel when you heard that response? Well, then I rang uh, the Sage Advocacy, the people, Maureen Finley in particular, to tell her how concerned I was. And I had photographs. I took pictures on my phone and I sent the pictures to Maureen and she very kindly sent them to her boss and since then we've been trying to, you know, get treatment for Alton and it was the 29th of May, a fortnight later, that he was taken to Connolly Hospital in Blanchardstown. But by this stage the infestation was there. And what was the reaction of the medical personnel in Blanchestown Hospital in Dublin when they saw the wound and, as you put it, the maggots? Yes. Well, the nurses, when he went into A&E, thought Alton was a, an elderly man who came in from down the country who had nobody belonging to him. And then they left the, the wound until the doctor saw it then. Uh, sometime later and uh, they took videos and uh, pictures of the wound and the doctor said to me that it was in a, an appalling state Well now you wrote to the Irish Times uh, yesterday and the point you were making in your letter was that you've contacted uh, HICWA, you've contacted the HSE, you've written a letter to two ministers for health and as of um, as of yesterday morning, uh, you had received no response. How no. how did that in any way impact on you? Well, you know, just I don't know. It's it's just awful to say that we 
why can't we get the answers that we need? Can the official Ireland not do better? Surely older people and vulnerable people deserve better. Yesterday at the Oireachtas uh, COVID committee, your case was raised by Fine Gael TD for Loud and East Meath, Fergus O'Dowd, and he called for a qualified independent professional to look at the case as a matter of extreme urgency. And in response, the Health Minister Stephen Donnelly uh, said he was committed to taking action if questions about the care of your husband remained unanswered. Um, are you in any way um, hopeful that that... Uh, issue that was raised at the Oireachtas COVID-19 committee yesterday will lead to something positive for you? Well, I hope it does, and especially for the, the other residents in nursing homes that, you know, it's too late for me now. My husband and son are gone, but if it'll help people who are already there, it has to be addressed because it just can't be I feel like it's shifted from one to the other, just like pass and a parcel around. Nothing coming out of it, just talk all the time. And I went to politicians and everything, and nobody helped me along the way. The only one who helped me was Sage Advocacy. So you feel that official Ireland, as you call it, that's the politicians and the state agencies have completely ignored you? Can I ask you finally, how has this whole saga uh, impacted on you emotionally? Well, it's just left me that I am so sad that my two men died. Adrian, 52, Down syndrome lad, was placed in this nursing home and at that age, I think young people like him shouldn't be in a nursing home at all because there should be a residential place suitable for his age group and his condition. And the health board has let us down very badly. There you go. That's uh, Mary Bartley Meehan, who spoke to me earlier on. Uh, Fergus O'Dowd is still with us on the line. Fergus, I thought we were living in the 21st century, not the 19th century. This woman has been completely abandoned by official Ireland. I mean, what do you have to say to that particular uh, story outlined by by Mrs Meehan? Well, at first I'd like to offer my deepest sympathy to Mary on the set of, of, of the of, of her loved ones. Very sad to lose your husband and your son, and particularly under the tragic circumstances of COVID. And I'm just shocked and horrified that that was allowed to happen. Obviously, the home has a duty of care, and they will have to explain as to the care of the patient. And that's why I want to see an independent inquiry, not by HICWA, an independent inquiry that will look at all aspects of this particular case and indeed if there are any other issues which arise in Kibru Nursing Home which I understand is which I raised in the call yesterday that it has to be fully independently investigated and I think it's essential that's done and again I'm shocked and horrified and deeply deeply upset for the family obviously Mary's gone through you know it's just it's, un, it's, it's unthinkable what she's had to say so the least we can do is support her and make sure she gets the truth and that she gets closure. 
There's obviously been failures along the way. And as you know, the nursing homes body, if you like, the collective group of nursing homes got their knuckles wrapped there recently over the way they'd been handling COVID-19 cases. Doesn't this say that politicians have failed time and time again to look at this sector and put proper measures in place to ensure that those are in the final years of their lives that find themselves in nursing homes are treated with respect and dignity? Yes, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And that failure is ongoing. It's been ongoing for years. And I can say with respect that I've raised it repeatedly, 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 going back to Lee's Cross, what happened there. And indeed, in areas more recently, you know, other failures. And obviously, I expressed the concerns and the worries of, of Mary and indeed of, 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 of parents, sorry, the parents of families who have lost parents, particularly in Gladden House. There's been a lot of tragedies. And there's lots of families looking to get out the truth. And the truth is, not enough is being done. One of the problems which I've always drawn attention to is that the regulator is sicker. And the difficulty is that the law doesn't allow them to go in and look at any individual case. As I understand it, this case was brought to their attention on four separate occasions, the regulator. Uh, and that's why I think we need an independent investigation into all aspects Okay. of the kids and how people responded to it in terms of their responsibilities. All right. Well, look, we're going to have to leave it there. And our apologies to listeners there for the quality of that line. That's uh, Fergus O'Dowd, uh, Fine Gael TD for Louth and East Meath. And uh, our researcher, Maggie Maguire, has been on to the Department of Health. We got a statement in from the Minister, uh, Stephen Donnelly, and he has uh, issued a statement to us this morning. And in it, he says, Minister Donnelly would like to express his condolences to uh, the Meehan family during this very difficult time. These are very sad and challenging times for anybody who has suffered the loss of a loved one. The department cannot comment in relation to the details of an individual case. We can, however, confirm that we are aware of this case, the details of which have been forwarded to HICWA as the statutory regulator for nursing homes who are following up on this case as appropriate. The Minister for Health held a meeting with SAGE Advocacy on various issues, including concerns he had about this case. And the department also understands that HICWA have, in the first instance, been in touch with the advocacy service who raised the case on behalf of the family member and offered to meet with the family member. And that statement just in there from the Department of Health. A very sad and upsetting story uh, on The Michael Reid Show this morning. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.